G'day trendsetters, welcome to episode 628 of the Trendsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have a question for the show, jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com or send me through an email, Tim, at trainsmove.com. Now, I've... um. I needed a, a bit of I, I read a lot I like um, I like reading these days and it's um, I, I generally like to read things that are informative and well just like most things in my life I like to I like stuff that's gonna you know be informative and something I can learn and something that's entertaining at the same time anyway I've been for the last year or so I've been um, pretty pretty deep in uh, my, my favorite type of books are generally cycling biographies and autobiographies they're generally my favorite and um, but I've been reading a lot of sports related books for the definitely for the last two years now I'm thinking back about it and uh, I, my, I you know just it took me a while to get through it but I read um, Jan Ulrich bi- biography um, the best there never was. And I found the first few chapters really hard because generally my type of book is I like to read stuff that how people talk, um, general conversation. That's how I like to read a book. Um, and it, so, but he paints too much of a picture in the, in his wordings. But anyway, once I got past those first few chapters, I got right into the book and enjoyed it. But at the by the end of it, I'm thinking, geez, I need a break from from these sort of books and i stumbled across uh, a book um called mafia prince which is about phil leonetta phil leonetti on from the philadelphia mafia and i love good mafia books too but it's been years since i've read one and i just couldn't put it down i I think i read read this massive book in um the best part of a week under a week which is you know good going for me i do um i I do read ebooks on my galaxy tablet that's that's how i enjoy reading and um but now i'm back to uh, i've just just started today um back to cycling books again i've just started reading a book on um frank vanderbilt brooks um and i must admit i don't know a hell of a lot about him the book's called cycle um god is dead because he's but um belgium um, they love their cycling and he he was, you know, classed as God over there in the cycling world. Um, but I, I probably started getting into heavily into cycling after he, uh, past his days a little, I guess. But um, yeah, I've just started reading it in the last um, last few hours. I read a few pages, and it, we'll, we'll see how how that goes. But anyway, today's question. Let me bring it up. I should. After yesterday, I should have been more prepared. Today's question comes from Gregory, who who sent in three hundred questions and is continuously sending in more questions because he knows that you know the show depends on good people like him. And you too can be a good person like Gregory by sending your questions through to Tim at Trainsmooth.com. Gregory writes, um, "Do any of the three disciplines improve?" the others as far uh, as far as endurance do or do they just improve that discipline example does swimming and biking and running does swimming help biking and running or does biking help running for example so um the correct answer but the the from my point of view is i really i 
don't actually know, but I can strongly assume and get, and pretty positive that from a cardiovascular metabolic standpoint, yeah, they're going to help all each other. Um, you've got swimming that's very technique focused. Cycling, um, not as much technique focused, but still, you know, obviously technique plays a big part of it. And from a metabolic point of view, um, it's a quite a beautiful sport when you think about it, where you can go out. I was only listening to someone talk about this not that long ago, where he was saying um, you can easily go out for a 100-mile ride if you're pretty fit, relatively fit, and at the you know at a set pace, at a you know keeping power low, heart rate low, or whatever, and get off the bike and not feel fatigued at all. <laughs> where there's not too many sports you can actually be riding for six hours or so and and be able to do that. Um, running, um, very again, very technique focused. Um, so you there are limits to the improvement level of improvements. I've I've spoken and I've I've, I've had conversations with um, various athletes, coaches. I've spoken um, and also listened to interviews and and things. Um, that if especially run co- marathon coaches if they could they'd be getting their if their athletes could swim they'd be getting them to swim regularly um just to take the load off the their body um but I, i'm not sure if there's actually been and i'm sure there has been studies i i just never looked for the studies to actually prove that that's that's correct my my instincts indicate that from a metal, metabolic point of view and um Especially the the lower intensity, you're going to be working on your mitochondria function, and um, and you will see a crossover improvement. For running, though, you're going to um, there's well running and swimming. There's no real substitute than actually doing those miles, especially swimming. Um, I, I'm not a and I mentioned swim cables the other day as part of a warm-up if your race hasn't got um, a warm-up to swim. And that's probably the only time I'd use swim cables, to be, to be perfectly honest. I don't I don't... I've, I know some coaches would just completely disagree with me. I've found very, very little benefit for, um, using swim cables. And, um, and I've tried a wide range of different experiments with that. Um, and I'm and I'm going off on the you know in the weeds here, but um, and I forget where what my point was heading heading. I was just gibbering more than anything at the moment. Um, but yeah, I, I you're swimming. Um, you that feel for the water. You're just not going to. And I hear coaches talk about that, like proper swim coaches talk about the triathletes and amateur age groupers don't know you know they talk about feel for the water but that's bull crap and from what their point of view is um i agree and disagree at the same time from their point of view what they mean as a feel for the water and what we feel mean feel for the water are two different um it's two different you know cases really you get it you you jump in the water after having two weeks off and you feel crap so you've there is a feeling for the water you're you're developed over those swim sessions um are they at anywhere near the same level of um feel for the water as ian thorpe or um michael phelps absolutely not they they'd feel ripples off their little off their little toe 
but there is an element of feel for the water that I don't think can be denied. But but proper pro, um, elite level swimmers and elite level coaches um, will argue, and and triath- triathlon coaches I've heard say it. But I don't, I think they just repeat what other elite coaches have been saying. But if you really break that down and jump in the water after having two weeks forward you know we we experienced it during you know our first swims back after covid it felt horrible you think geez what's going on here and um so you you can't be out you're going to need to you know spend a fair bit of time trying to convince me otherwise that i'm not going to say i can't be convinced that that's not the case but you're going to have to spend you have to have a pretty convincing (laughs) this <laughs> is a convincing case to be able to convince me otherwise um but anyway i think i'm just gibbering there there, there are benefits right across across that and but yeah you, i'm just gibbering I'm, I'm i'm out if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com until next episode here we are.